Welcome to the weekend. This is the weekend break on 1521 2QN. Welcome to the weekend break podcast for the episode of the 2nd of March 2024. My name's AJ. Thank you very much for joining me whenever and wherever you are. Big show coming your way. It's Denny Show Weekend in Danilica. And we're talking the Denny Show as well as some of our regulars on this week's edition of the Weekend Break Podcast. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us in the studio from the Edward River Council is the Mayor, Peter Betts. Hello, Pete. Good morning, AJ. The first and most important question is, what did you do with your bonus day of the year on Thursday? Oh, worked. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Add $6.6 billion to the economy or something? That wouldn't surprise me. Mm, I worked. That's fair. Mm. My um, my sister has a friend who is thirty two years old and turned eight on ah. Thursday, which is which is very very lovely for Ellie turning eight after all these years. <laughs> so, so technically, you'd have to celebrate your birthday on the first, right? If it wasn't a leap year, because well, technically you get, you're not born choice. on the twenty eighth. This is what we discussed. Uh, I was discussing this with one of my coworkers the other day. It's like. If you chose, because people choose, they either choose the 1st or they choose the 28th and then probably change it the next day and say, no, I actually want to celebrate it on the other day. Um, <laughs> I would. <laughs> so you get two birthdays. But I would. if you were born on the 29th and the day you turned 18, you chose the 28th to celebrate your birthday, would someone at a pub say, no, 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 your birthday is tomorrow, which is technically the 1st now, you haven't turned 18 yet? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting question. We were discussing this because this is the thing that happens with leap years. You just get into weird conversations about them. Well, not even leap years. I remember back in the day when I worked at the solicitors and a young gentleman got charged for underage at a pub because for that exact reason. It had nothing to do with the leap year. He had gone out for dinner on the Saturday night for his 18th, which technically he turned 18 on the Sunday and got into trouble for it. So, oh, yeah. Mm. That's not ideal at all. I don't think I went out at all on my 18th. I reckon I went out a couple of days later because I was too lazy. Like, I turned 18 on a Friday and all my mates were like, you want to come out? And I'm like, nah, <laughs> I want to stay home and watch the football. I think in my day, AJ, we did 21sts yeah, more than fair. we did 18ths. And I don't actually think I did either. I don't know. Anyway, long time ago. <laughs> Not that long ago. Let's, <laughs> don't, don't do that, Pete. It wasn't that long ago. It was three months ago that you turned 21. Three months ago. <laughs> now, I'm that. looking down at my notes here, and I just have written the sentence, Pete bought an art. <gasps> do you want to tell us about that? Oh, my gosh. So, I got last weekend, I got to go to the Pepin and check out Studio 2710, amazing artwork down there. So Carajong, uh, Dragos was down there painting, doing a live thing. I think we've had this conversation, AJ. I cannot do stick figures. I'm no, impressed. neither can I. <laughs> I'm impressed. But for those of you who haven't got down there yet, go and have a look. So I made an executive decision to buy a piece of artwork on behalf of the Edward River councillors. And I think you've shown me the photo. You went down and got a proper photo with it mm. on Thursday, but you showed mm. me the mm. photo of the art piece itself. It's magnificent. I know. Faye's just like was absolutely beside herself um, that the mayor had chosen. And it was just, it was bright and it was cheery and it's just, oh, I don't know. 
I don't know what it was. I could have bought them all, to be honest with you. But um, but no, we just, we chose one, so that'll uh, that'll go as part of Edward River Council's art collection. But we have some cool. unbelievable local talent too who can produce those pieces. Yeah, well, it's none of them are me, so don't be looking at me <laughs> because that will never be me. <laughs> oh dear, but. We might have the next crop of artists because there is some painting events that are going to be coming up at the library in coming weeks. We do, starting on a uh, Friday afternoon and a Saturday morning. Um, Splat. Splat, which is a great name for the exhibit. <laughs> Splat's about pro- probably, I reckon I should go to Splat because that would be what <laughs> my artwork looks like. Splat on a piece of paper. But lots of fun. you bit like me, don't have to be an artist. Um, it's all about just having a bit of fun, throwing some paint around on some paper and bits and bobs and, yeah, going down to the library. We have such good stuff at the library. We do. It's fantastic, that, that facility and how it's used for this community. Remember back in the day it used to be, shh, don't make a noise and everything had to be quiet. Now they've got all sorts of things. They've got baby bounce that goes on down there. And, I mean, let's be honest, Pete's probably one of the biggest kids. <laughs> come across down there. So I imagine, shout out Pete, love your work. Um, he, uh, he'd he be in his element down there. But I mean, all the staff are amazing. But yeah, go and check it. Go and check out Splat. Now, let's talk about what's happening today. The Denny Show is on. I'm going to be heading over in a couple of hours' time. I'm going to be there for a lot of the day. Um, what do you most look forward to about the show every year? Oh, I think there's a bit of everything. It's the... The horse events, of course, um, you know, every little girl's dream, although having said that, I had a horse as a kid. Uh, the pavilion's always, it, it's a bit like heading down to, to the Pepin. You, you walk in there and seeing all the school kids stuff and all the bits and pieces and food, just so much. It's it's what a country show is all about. So, And I think we were actually talking about this the other day um, in council and I said, as a parent, I always tried to encourage my kids. It's not just about the the rides. Get into the pavilion and have a look at what's actually going on and what people have created and made and done. And yeah, it's so worth it. I spent a good hour last year watching the shearing. Mm. I found the shearing fascinating. But my highlight was sheepdogs. <laughs> I loved. I I just loved watching how they worked and, and the bond between the trainer and the dog and how incredible these dogs are at, at what they do. Like, as you know, I'm a dog person anyway. I just found that so fascinating. So how do you reckon Fenway would go? How, how do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Fenway would uh, stand in the corner away from the sheep and if I if I whistled and tried to get her to move, she'd just look at me like you know, steam and turds hanging out of my mouth or something probably. Yeah, I, I thought about taking Cooper down this year and going, see, this is how... This is how you come and this is how you stay. <laughs> uh, the thing is, for me, greyhounds are notoriously impossible to train. Like, they, they not, they're not training dogs. You don't teach them to sit and stay and things like that. The only thing that people have ever taught them to do is race. And, yeah. you know, Fenway, that's her past life. She doesn't even, we don't even talk about racing around our household anymore because that's her past life. But you, you try and get her to do things like sit and stay. She'll just look at you like, what? <laughs> I love her to bits. She is my best friend in this world. She's not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> That's just the simple truth about my, my darling oh, Fenway. But you know what? We These four-legged things find a way into our hearts and it doesn't... You forgive the chewed-up 
things around the house. Oh, she the... vomited on my couch earlier this week. Oh. That wasn't fun. Oh. <laughs> I, I, overnight, because I woke up and walked in the lounge room and went, oh, dear, I'm going to have to clean that up. <laughs> no other reaction. It's just, it's just that, and you know it when you're a dog person, you just have this acceptance of, okay, I guess we're going to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, unlike kids that you can go clean up your mess, it's uh, it's a bit different with the uh, with the four-legged variety. But once again, big shout out to Chantelle and her team down there. It, it's wonderful. You've got great weather for it. And, um, yeah, good luck. And, yeah, heading down myself, it's, uh, it's going to be awesome. We'll make sure to catch up at some point during the day. Finally, International Women's Day is coming up soon. Still a couple of tickets on sale for the event. Yeah, there are some tickets on sale. Normally uh, they sell like absolute hotcakes, but uh, apparently we do have some still on sale. So don't miss out. It is a great event. It's great to catch up. It's out at Pretty Pine this year, so we like to share the love amongst the uh, villagers. So grab your tickets and check out the, uh, I think they're on our page, and there's another link there that will take you to them and come out and say day. Peter Betts, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, AJ. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Well, the Denny Show is underway as one of the biggest events in our region kicks off. It kicked off yesterday, as a matter of fact, starting off on the Friday with some bull riding. It's going to run all day today and there will also be a couple of events tomorrow. Chantelle Sheevels is the president of the Show Society. She had a chat with Keegs yesterday. You must be pretty busy at the moment. I am, yes. Very excited. It's turned out to be a lovely day in Denny, so we're uh, looking forward to a fun-packed day. Uh, how hard was it to get organised this year? Because I know it's getting harder. I'm not saying it's getting harder and harder, but it must be getting difficult these days to get a show up and running. It is. It's um, quite difficult to get a show up and running, but we're really lucky we have a brilliant committee. Um, they're fantastic. A lot of members on board and a lot of new new ones coming along this year. So um, it's it's always hard. It's a lot of activities to arrange and get organised for the day. But um, we're really excited with uh, where we're at. Which attraction, uh, I guess, which, which attraction are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> Look, the bull ride tonight, we're really excited about that. It kicks off at 6pm. Um, don't forget to bring your chair down. Important. Yes, very important to bring your chair um, so this is the first year, well, first time back in 50 years we've had a bull ride at the show. Wow, that's cool. So, yeah, the committee is super excited to have that back. Um, and then we hope to see you back on Saturday night for our demolition derby. That kicks off at 7pm. And uh, a little after that too, you've got the fireworks at 9pm, is that right? Yes, we do. Fireworks are on again this year. They're one of our uh, fan favourites. And uh, we've also got DJ Beefy this year, Friday and Saturday night. So he's kicking it off in the in the bar. So come down, have a bevy or two, relax and let the kids run, uh, run I've got to ask, sorry to interrupt, but I've got to ask, who's DJ Beefy? DJ Tell Beefy. me about DJ Beefy. That's a great name. <laughs> DJ Beefy, he's one of our local DJs, yep. um, does a lot of gigs around the area, and uh, he plays some really good music, so it should be a fantastic atmosphere. It sounds like it's going to be a great time. Is there a particular element of the show that you love the most, that you just, something a bit out of the box maybe, like you think that's really cool? I love the dog show and the dog jump. Yes. Oh, I think that's fantastic. It's on Saturday afternoon. Um got a couple of quirky activities. We've got the annual carp throw, which you'll see, I think that kicks off at five o'clock on Friday afternoon. Yeah, right. Um, it's actually really difficult. Like, I recommend anybody to get in and have a go. It's a bit of fun. 
Literally just throwing a carp? Is that all there is to it? Literally. Literally, yes. A frozen carp supplied <laughs> by Charlie Carp in town. Um, so very proud sponsors of the show. Yes, donate a couple of frozen carp every year for our competition. Thank and you very much. It's brilliant. It really is. It's a fantastic bit of a giggle, bit of fun. And uh, look, it's going to be a great couple of days. The weather's looking perfect. It's going to be a great time. The Denny Show, get around it if you can. It's so important to uh, support local events just like the Denny Show. We're a sponsor of it all as well. You guys are actually sponsors, which is fantastic, and we really appreciate it. And uh, um, The whole town gets on board, so we're really grateful for the support of the whole community. And finally, do you get a chance to get out and about amongst it all? I know you're busy as president, but surely you get around to, to walking around and seeing it all? I do. I try to make um, myself um, get to as many events as possible. Sometimes I miss a few here and there because they're on at the same time. But yes, I try and get amongst all of the activities myself and relive my nostalgic youth. <laughs> Chantel, the president of the Denny Show, have a great weekend and thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Keeks. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us in the studio, desperately trying to get out so we can actually get a parking spot today, considering the show's happening right next to the golf course, <laughs> is Vince Kelly from the Denny Golf Club. Hello, Vince. This is all true, AJ. I'm well, thank you. Are you heading over to the show at some point today? Well, yes. I've got a pumpkin that I'm going to take across and embarrass myself with, probably, compared to the the winning-sized pumpkins, but... Um, We'll, we'll see how we go. I don't think there's any way you can embarrass yourself in something like that. Because <laughs> even if it's smaller than the winner, it is bigger than the average pumpkin. And I think oh. that's pretty impressive. Oh, mate. Yeah, that, that's probably a very positive way to look at it, AJ. You've got to look at the positives. <laughs> I can't wait to get down to the show. I'll, I'll be wrapping up here just before 9 o'clock and making my way over, which is going to be a lot of fun. But we want to talk about what's happening slightly across from the showgrounds at the golf course. Let's talk about results for the week. Yeah, last Saturday, AJ, we played a single Stapleford. Winner in A grade with 41 points was Gary Stevens. Runner-up, Simon Tilders on 39. B grade, Ashley Hall. 37 points won the grade from Margaret Rothwell on 36. And in C grade, Cody Learmonth won the grade with 39 points. Runner-up, Tony Q on 38. Uh, 32 points to get a ball on Saturday. And the nearest the pins went to on the second in A grade, Darren Mitchell. And no one in B grade. On the fifth in A grade, Ian Swain from Finlay. And in B grade, Tom Edwards. On the ninth, Peter Oddy and Jamie Loy. On the eleventh, Graham Willoughby and Kev, Kev Reeves. On the thirteenth, Jim Poker Jr. and Jeff McCullum. Wednesday single Stableford event, uh, AJ was won by in A grade, Anthony Tonta with an excellent 41 points. Runner-up was Ross Poganowski. Uh, with 39 points in A grade. Now, the big winners on the day, AJ, got to mention this. Graham Rothwell won B grade with 33 points. Runner-up was Laurie Hughes, also on 33 points, obviously losing on a countback. Neither of those per- people were good enough to win a ball. That's an impressive field. So, 33 points, won the grade, took home their vouchers of whatever amount we play for now, um, and you know, lots of people who played better than them just won a ball. 33 three points did win a ball on a countback. Obviously, those two people missed out. <laughs> quite, quite amusing. Uh, near spins on the fifth on Wednesday was Barry Barlow, and on the ninth in A grade, Gary Stevens. No one on B grade. And Thursday, single Stableford, the winner was Pauline Davis with 36 points, runner up Vicky Brunker at 35 on a countback. 
Needed 31 points to get a ball on Thursday. Nearest the pins went to Pauline Davis and Lisa Hine on the ninth from Barham. Mid-Murray, four-ball pennant, AJ. We spoke about the men being in the final against Cobram, too. want to talk about this? Well, I know they lost, but... You can't win everything. That's the that. See now you've got the positive attitude now too because I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So the the, uh, the boys had a really good season. They finished on top of the ladder. Lost the semi final to Cobram two. Found redemption last uh, the week before in the preliminary final to make the final for a rematch, and again lost three two to Cobram two. And I understand it's the third consecutive year that Cobram have won the Mid Murray four ball. So we congratulate them and commiserations to our team and thank them for representing our club as they do each and every year. Absolutely, as you said, shout out to Cobram. That's a fantastic effort. Yeah. Uh, coming up, AJ, we've got our today. We've got our monthly medals in the men's and ladies. Eclectics, uh, great competition. The eclectic uh, kick off for both the men's and ladies on Saturday. The men are also starting their Varden competition, which is a, a, a season long event. It runs over eight monthly medals from now and through to about October. Uh, and the ladies start their three best net scores on Saturday. So, lots of things being played in conjunction with the monthly medals today. Um, this Thursday, too, AJ, we're having our weekday opening day on Thursday, the 7th of March. It's an Ambrose event with teams of four. Names can be booked online or with the golf shop. But just to, so everyone's clear, it is a drawn event. So when you put your name down, they're going to draw with who you're playing with in your in your fields. But a great opportunity to meet new people and to socialise amongst players that you don't normally play with. But the shotgun starts a 9am assembly for a 9.30 start and lunch will be available on a day for $15. Uh, a few other things we've got coming up, AJ. St Michael's Primary School Charity Day is Sunday the 24th of March. Four-person Ambrose shotguns start usually around 12 o'clock, but more details will come to hand closer to that event. And an early shout-out to a couple of events coming up in April. Uh, the Men's Club Championships will kick off with rounds one and two on Saturday and Sunday the 6th and 7th of April, with the final round played Saturday the 13th of April. It's our premier event of the of the golfing calendar at club level, so it'll be great to see really strong fields play and really good number of players play, play throughout that uh, event. And our singles pennant commences on April the 21st, and it's played on Sundays throughout April and May. The Deniliquin team is the Division One defending champion here, AJ, so uh, we'll be looking to go back-to-back. No pressure. None no at pressure all. pressure whatsoever. None. Vince, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Welcome AJ. the pumpkin lighter. Fingers crossed. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. And that's it for this week's podcast for the weekend break. Of course, you can catch us next week or anytime, anyplace, anywhere, however you listen to your podcast. And we'll be back with the show next Saturday morning on 2QN. Catch you soon.